It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Jenkins and Jones is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It's Monday, May 17th, and the playoffs are finally here. We've got a jam-packed episode. We're going to be talking about the play-in games as well as all of the first-round matchups. And we're joined by special guest Langston Kerman, comedian we had an awesome time talking to, so stick around for that interview. As always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by my good buddies, the Jethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. How you doing, Bubba's? Hey, Bubba's hey, playoff Bubba, Bubba time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drag- big Bubba time, baby. Let's go. Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm fucking fired the fuck up. That's how I'm doing. We we, we made it through this long-ass, horrible-ass regular season, and our gift is a playoffs. I haven't been this excited for the playoffs in a minute. I'll tell you one thing, buddy. I'm not nervous. Them Lakers are looking good. I thought I'd be Pretty more nervous spot. about this play-in. Mm-mm. I think we ready. I think we ready. You know what I mean? If we got the Suns, let's go and cash some boys out. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I'm not as scared. I'm 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 not as scared of the 
of the Warriors now that I've seen how good the Lakers look. Nope. I'll put it like that. Um, the Lakers were scrambling a bit while, you know, Steph was was fucking, you know, taking the war while Steph had threw the fucking Warriors on his back. So it was kind of like, you know, fucking varying trajectories there. But the the Lakers look like look like shit is starting to click for them. So I got to say I'm way more confident than I was a couple weeks back. So we're going to get into the, the playing game matchups and the first round series. But first, let's talk about tonight. Like I said, we're recording Sunday night. You listen to this on Monday. Um, interesting night of basketball. First of all, the playing games, absolutely a huge success. I think all of us spent way more time thinking about seeding in the last week than we normally would in a one through eight, but it was a uh, quack, quack duck season out there a little bit tonight, man. <laughs> what, what, what'd you, what you guys think of the, the, the nuggets throwing a game to the blazers in order to play the blazers, a and lot of the fear. a lot of fear, the Lakers and his blatantly obvious you know what i mean i don't think the clippers want to see us i don't think the nuggets want to see us you know what i mean like it, it's obvious people do not want to see the fucking lakers and i get it though it's a smart play you know what i mean but they definitely don't want to see them in the second round so yeah that's that's what what jared dudley said himself he said you know it, it we've been noticing how teams are managing you know th- th- their games here and their wins and losses he's, he's like you want to get us early because you don't want to see us after we start clicking. You know what I'm saying? The man said it himself. So, yeah. I mean, I, I wholeheartedly agree with him. Brian was think, moving well. Brian looked good. You know what I'm saying? He was moving well. So he, I don't, he, he did tweak his ankle, but they they were they all came out right after the game and said he's all good, mm-hmm, no issues, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I think they're going to say that no matter what. But it was good to hear it. I was definitely a little bit stressed. That was the only thing I didn't like about the basketball tonight. Um Here's my question specifically on the Nuggets Blazers. I don't think it's – I completely agree with you. It makes sense for them to kind of load manage in a way that sets it up to where they're not playing the Lakers in the first round. But I don't know if it's a good idea to throw the game to the Blazers when that's the team you're going to get instead of the Lakers. Like, Dave Lillard, I feel like, is going to grow a third arm or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to give that man any any like a, like an inch of fucking confidence coming into playing you in a fucking series. You know what I mean? Uh, you know he's been extreme. He's been known to be very disrespectful when the game's on the line or when the season's on the line. You feel me? So of course not. But I mean, I think the Nuggets are better better than Blazers. You know, what I, mean? I mean, I think they're but, confident but, but, in that. But the Nuggets without Murray, like, would you really be surprised if they get knocked out first round? I wouldn't. No, 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 no. Not I, at I, all. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be too surprised. Yeah. No. I'll be honest. Okay, so let's let's break down the standing, the way things finished up a little bit. Looking at the West, Jazz, Suns, Nuggets, Clippers, one through four, Mavs and Blazers are five, six. The playing games, Lakers, Warriors, Grizz, Spurs. So the Lakers are going to play the Warriors at 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. East Coast time on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. The Spurs and Grizzlies are playing in the early. I saw a lot of people confused about this, so we'll break it down very simple. The winner of the Lakers and Warriors games is the seventh seed, and they go into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So they are going to play the Suns in the first round. The loser of Warriors-Lakers will play the winner of Spurs-Grizzlies, and the winner of that game will be the eighth seed and will play the Jazz in the first round. Hopefully that makes sense. I think it's easier if you're looking at it visually. Um, But that's the the way it's going to – you couldn't have made it anymore. That's know. the way that's the way it's gonna shake out. And I don't I wouldn't be surprised if 
I mean, the does does is anyone afraid of the first three seeds in the West? The Jazz, the Suns, and the the Nuggets right now. I think more people are moving not to play the bottom two teams than they are to move. You know what I mean? Like trying to. I mean, people are, seem like to be they're more afraid of Steph doing Steph shit and the Lakers being really good coming into the playoffs. You know, I I don't I it's I don't think anybody's afraid of the Suns or the like, even the Jazz as good as they are. You know, as good as Donovan's been, but yeah, I'm not afraid at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a fan of a seven seed more excited to play a two seed ever in my life. <laughs> I still yeah. I, I low key feel like the Lakers. I'm to me like with 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 a healthy team, they're still the favorites. You know what I mean? If 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 Brian's ankle isn't as tweaked as they say it isn't. <laughs> I made that as hard as possible. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but if Brian's ankle is what they say it is, like if, if he's, you know, he's fine, they're the favorites. And it's obvious. Yeah. It doesn't matter what happened in the fucking regular season with them hurt. Like with him and AD out for fucking a hundred fucking games, you know, when they're together and they're healthy, they're the best team in the league. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I mean, you, there's really no need to overcomplicate shit. When the Lakers are clicking on all cylinders, they're the best defensive team in the league with the best duo in the league. Boom. And that's pretty much all you need to get a fucking ring. You know, it worked last year like a charm. And we got a better the, team this year. The, yeah. The, for, the formula is the formula. Now, the, the question is going to be, because we talked, we talked about this with the Clippers last year. We talked about it with the Nets this year. They didn't get to play a lot of games together. So mm. I, I think it's very, first of all, it's very important that they beat the Warriors on Wednesday because they want yeah. that seven seed track to where you can yeah, play the yeah, Suns, yeah. then you could play the Nuggets or the Blazers before you meet the Jazz or the Clippers in the in the finals. They do not want to fall to the eight seed, open up with the Jazz, and then have to follow that up with the Clippers. Like yeah. that is not what they <laughs> I mean, but like they we they don't want that, but also I think they're better than the Jazz. That'll be a tough out for sure. That'll be a tough series. And the Clippers, like we've talked about, we we, we just can't, like, uh, we you know, we just don't care about Paul George. You know what I mean? So either way, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, and I'm not trying to beat a, you know, a dead horse, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like, but it's a fact, bro. Like, I'm not worried about none of these teams. You know, I've never, I've honestly, I'm, I'm scared of how comfortable I am right now, honestly. Tyler, I mean, we said like three weeks ago on this show that the nightmare fucking scenario was playing game Lakers Warriors Braun Steph single game elimination a 70 point yeah. game from Steph would not get, that would be it how do you feel right. about Lakers right. Warriors well, right but, now well yeah so I, I mean even the the playing game worked out where yes. you know the 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 Warriors wouldn't be waiting if you know to, to bounce the Lakers yes. right so yes. so that that's a, another reason to breathe a little easier that here. was the scenario but, we were scared of yeah, that was the 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 you know Lakers Warriors winner loser goes home. Yeah. We, I did, I wanted no parts no. of that. You know Zero. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> if we can, I mean, if we I can lose you. to the Warriors and then play the Grizzlies or something. Yeah, yeah uh, you know what I mean. I'm not, but like losing to whoever was an eighth and then playing Steph and Steph knocks us out. That's where we don't have shit to stand on. You know what I mean? I, that's still going to be a rough night on twitter.com for the, for the voice of reason. If the Lakers lose on Wednesday, bro, I don't think so because the Lakers, I mean, like, you know, motherfuckers have been hurt for so long. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, so they ask like, ah, you know, they, Brian just came back. He left the game early last game, you know, like, eh. but if like, it's to go home and Steph fucking 
steps on us on the way yeah, to the fucking eight seed. Nigga, fuck that. Fuck that, bro. <laughs> steps on Bron's neck on the way to fucking play in the jazz. <laughs> putting up a 60 ball. Fuck out of here, nigga. I don't want any part of that shit. Well, I guess that's we, we don't have to worry about it. Is there anything you're excited about on uh, on Spurs Grizzlies Friday? You guys, what what are you gonna look at in that game? Nothing. I'm excited to see Pop sort of coach with his his back against the wall. You know Nothing. what I mean? You're you're not fucking with it at all, John. I'm not watching a second of that, bro. <laughs> you're not watching Jock of all, man. I, I mean, I, I'm leaning the wall. I, I probably will peek John see what he does, like in a. But I don't know, man. I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see what's going on that day. <laughs> You know. Yeah, I I tell you what, Pop's got a lot of fucking footage on how to limit job with with what the Warriors did to him. They were daring that dude to shoot. Right, the right, he was right. Just not cashing out. So right. yeah, I I think Pop is gonna you know probably run laps around the young man, but I'm I'm definitely interested in the effort he's gonna put. Does Jaron Jackson shooting all those threes? I haven't watched a bunch of Grizzlies this year, and Jaron's been hurt for you know like part of the year. Does he shoot that many threes normally? Have y'all how many how much Grizzlies basketball have y'all watched? Eh, that's a lot of threes, right? Yeah, From did, yeah, it, did it seem like yeah, they probably just pulled like seven, eight of them up? I'm like, I don't know. If that's the way to win. He just thought know. that was the part. He just thought that was the party he was at because he was fucking playing the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, we all shoot threes. I guess I'll do it. Oh, we're getting them up today. <laughs> right, right. Let's do it. You feel me? Um, all right. Well, th- that's a that's a quick little look at the West. I mean, what 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 else do we think? Oh. I mean, Clippers Mavericks, that was the other first round series I was really rooting for. I just, I think that's going to be a super fun series. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah. Luca's going to bust those boys' asses again. I think he's going to, I don't know if he's going to bounce them, but he's yeah. going to, he is going to go nuts on them motherfuckers. He's going to give, yeah, give them work back. for a six game series. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then what else we got? And then Nuggets Blazers, I'm excited for too, just because of what exactly what we just talked about. I feel like you handed like Dame's already Dame in the playoffs, and you handed him a heaping plate of disrespect on the day before the playoffs started. Right. (laughs) That man hated Russell Westbrook for just playing the same position as him, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he hated Westbrook because Westbrook was on some like rocking the baby ass shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but I'm just saying like, but he rocked the baby for two seconds versus the Nuggets for an entire 48 minute game tonight. We're like, we're trying to throw this game because we want to play you. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. I don't know, man. You, I don't know. That, you, that's, that's, Dave that is, Lillard, we want you. <laughs> that's extremely disrespectful, but for somebody to like, what's wildly disrespectful? respectful about how Westbrook was doing that. I think it was a 2008, 2019. He was doing that a lot was that Dame was busting his ass most of the season and he was still rocking the baby on him. Like, <laughs> you know, Westbrook just get that one joint off and be like, and everybody was tailoring like Westbrook was going crazy. If you look at the stats, I think Dame was killing his ass that year. But anyway, whatever. I was offended on the Blazers behalf. I will say that. I mean, I, I just, I really do. I, I can't imagine a more disrespectful action than here we are at the end of the regular season. We're going to make it as obvious as possible that we want to play you over the Lakers. And no one on the Nuggets rationally would say, oh, yeah, I, <laughs> that's a crazy decision or something. But it's still like you're sitting dudes, you're tanking a game in their face. Like, I just, I, I don't know. It just seems, seems so reckless to me. Like, <laughs> but bro, like you think I, I 
Dame takes every bit you give him. So I don't think he, I think he just, you know what I mean? But like, he, I mean, he has to think like, I see why he, they don't want to play the Lakers. I see, you know what I'm saying? He has to know that, but he also is probably like, well, they didn't want to play us. either. they just don't know that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, all right, let's talk about the East, the, the playing games. I'm really excited for these games. Uh, the Hornets, which I just, I, that was all I wanted was yeah. to see the, the Hornets in the fucking playoffs. They'll be the early game, the Hornets Pacers. Uh, that's the Hornets are the 10 seed, the Pacers are the nine seed. And then we got some good premier fucking names in these playing games. The Big St. Louis on Tuesday, Big St. Louis, the Washington bullet slash wizards. I'm just so excited. I'm going to call them the bullets for the whole game. I'm just it's like, <laughs> I can't bring myself to say wizards for this, but you get the wizards and the Celtics in the night game in the seven, eight playing for the right to go play the nets in the first round. Um, I, that's going to be a fun game. I'm, I'm really excited for that. What's really interesting about, you know, Tatum and Bill's relationship is like, they went to the same high school and they trained with the same, like when Tatum was in 10th grade this summer, after 10th grade year, Bill pulled Tatum out and was like, yo, you know, he talked to like his, uh, his, I think his, I forgot the name of his trainer, but um, he was like, yo, I want you to work with him. So they're, they're close in a particular way where like, you know, he played for Tate, he played for Bill's like AAU team. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember watching Brad play basketball in high school thinking that these are NBA moves. And it was a reason because he was training with a fucking NBA player and it was Bradley Bill. So they're super close. So it's, it's interesting seeing them battle it, you know, battle it out, you know what I mean, in this situation. It's going to be fun as hell. I'm excited as fuck. Yeah. That's definitely going to be a good one. And I, I think the whole damn nation is rooting for LaMelo to bounce Indiana besides, of course, Indiana fans. Like, nobody wants to fucking see the Pacers advance, especially at the cost of LaMelo. Fuck that. No. If you're rooting for the Pacers in that game – we might be able to spare you as a subscriber, bro. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just like, <laughs> no, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> we appreciate every single one. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, I don't give a fuck about your squad. You know what I mean? <laughs> and your state for the most part. But you know what I mean? Keep fucking with us. Tenderloin um, sandwiches. Tenderloin <laughs> sandwiches. I'm going to give me one of them hoes, though. Flat out. I'm, I bet them bitches is busting. I bet that motherfucker big busting. You feel me? But anyway. The group chat will be heavily tilted towards the Hornets. We right, are definitely right, right. rooting for, for sure. the Hornets. Because then because then you also get a – I mean, that'll be a fun matchup either way with – I mean, either of those teams. But especially you get Hornets versus whoever loses out of Celtics, Wizards in an elimination game. That's fun, too. So I'm, I, I'm super excited. Let's go down the rest of the East standings. It finished 76ers, Nets, Bucks, Knicks as the top four. Uh, then the Hawks and the Heat in five, six. And we already talked about seven through 10 in the play-in. Um, that Knicks-Hawks series, Bunch I feel fuck. like it's going to be so mm. fucking fun. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and it definitely is. I mean, the Knicks being the Knicks is, you know, in the playoffs, you know, that's going to be great. But like I, I, the, the that Hawks team is fun as fuck to watch, man. They are so much fun to watch, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited about that for sure. I mean, I'm watching a bunch of fucking basketball. Like you know, there's certain series where you're like, eh, I don't, I, I, I can take or leave it. You know, I'll take it or leave it. You know what I mean? There's gonna be, a, I mean, I'm, I'm interested if the what if the Warriors are in fucking eighth. I'm watching them play. You know, I'm watching that Jazz. I mean, I, I wouldn't be be surprised if the Warriors beat the Jazz. 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm, it, it's, 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 it's not, it's, it's plausible with how Steph's playing. But yeah, I, I, this is one of the, another series. I'm, I'm just like, you know, there's so many series I'm gonna just absolutely like enjoy I mean, the fuck just, out of. Speaking purely for myself, yeah, like I don't think there's a missable series in the West. I mean, I like I love every one of those. If it ends up being the fucking Spurs against the Jazz, I don't know. I could probably catch a couple. Yeah, of those. yeah, but I mean that's not. <laughs> but if the Warriors get yeah. in, those yeah, are all yeah. must watch. I think the East. I'm, you know, you're definitely more excited about the second round. You know, what are I mean, you gonna I, miss in the East first round though? What are you gonna not give a fuck about? I'm, you know, I'm. I don't think like, anyone's fuck. I, I, I don't. I don't think any combination of playing teams is fucking with the Sixers or the Nets. I mean, but I'll the thing watch is, them. though. You'll still I'll, watch Melo if he's in. I'll watch you know Melo and like, I'll watch Russ and Beal if they're in, for sure. Right, I want to see um, Bill or Tatum do they But thing, on the West, like, I think those top two seeds could lose in the first. Like right, for sure, for lose, sure. Right, but, but the, the, the 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 East, it's more like is something crazy. Someone gonna go crazy. But the second round in the East is gonna be like fucking Godzilla, King Kong, kids smashing action figures together. <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gonna be. I think that's. I think that second round would be better than the West. Yeah. The second round in the East will be fucking mm-hmm. insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was the last time you thought that about the East. You know what I mean? Where you were really disinterested. Hey, we've all been waiting for the Eastern Conference Finals for a while. <laughs> you know, right, like, for the right. Last, like that's who do you want to see in the Eastern Conference for. Finals? Who do you want to see? Tyler, who, who do you want? I want Philly and uh, New Jersey. Yep. I mean, Philly and Brooklyn. We were yeah. fucking talking New Jersey earlier. But yeah, Philly and Brooklyn. It was crazy. I know I, Brooklyn is like obviously one Brooklyn in there, but I'm really excited to see Embiid in a fucking Eastern Conference Finals. Like this year's Embiid. You know what I mean? Like you said, I feel like that's like he's 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 fucking Godzilla. You know what I mean? In in that East. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm excited about that shit. It's gonna. I mean, it's gonna be some hurt feelings in the East, bro. You know what I mean? Because yeah. because that's the other thing about it that's so exciting about the East with those top three seeds. The Knicks, for sure, the fans are like, we got home court advantage in the first. This is fucking great. This is the best thing ever. But, you know, the Knicks winning the NBA championship, I don't think, I don't know. We know some crazy Knicks fans. I don't know anyone who thinks that. But all three of those teams, one, two, three, Sixers, Nets, Bucks, all three of those fan bases and teams think, if we don't make it to the fucking finals, we fucked up. Right. And they, yeah. and they should, though, as good as they are. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be bro. some hurt feelings. It's, it's, it's going to be some feel, really hurt feelings. I think this Easter Conference Finals will feel like fucking 98, 99. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're like, this shit is going to be brutal. Like, that second round in the finals are going to be insane, bro. So. See the, the the thing is like we had two fucking sleeper picks kind of and um to, to win the East the last two seasons right so nobody kind of really saw Toronto coming out in 2019 no one really saw Miami coming out so it's like a lot of teams who are on like you know feel like they're behind schedule right it feels like you know Philly feels like they should have been in the finals already fucking Milwaukee feels like they should have been in the finals already fucking you know the Celtics <laughs> went to fucking what three straight fucking conference finals without making it so it's like a lot of teams who feel like they're behind schedule because. I think of those last two finals, um, those Eastern Conference Finals winners. Well, you you just mentioned it with the pedigree. That's the other first round series. I I forgot to even bring it up. I mean, Heat Bucks in the first round of the East. Oh, that's, yeah. be, that's you want to talk yeah. about some hurt feelings. <laughs> I mean, but the Bucks are who we always who they the Bucks this year are who they thought they were the last couple of years. I think this year mm-hmm. is they're they're the team they thought that they wanted to be or thought they were in the years prior. They're they're good as fuck. I I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks come out the fucking East. I wouldn't be too surprised. 
I wouldn't be as happy because I think like the Nets Lakers or even the Sixers Lakers would be more fun. Um, you know what I mean? But the Bucks are fucking good, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we just got to see what the fuck Giannis does. You know what I mean? That's what it all comes down to. Can he execute in the half court? It's that fucking simple. But, it's That's not, what, but, the, but the thing is, though, he, it's not just Middleton now. You know, you know now he has mm-hmm. Drew there yeah. that can assist. So, like, if Middleton, Middleton stepped up crazy in that fucking uh, Heat series. You know what I mean? Giannis just, you know what I mean? But that's after Middleton, what, what the fuck else? You know what I mean? Like, now you got Drew on both sides of the ball going crazy. He's having a hell of a fucking year. It should be all NBA if it wasn't just so competitive. Like he's just he's been really, really good. So like I, I don't bro, like they ain't that they ain't the Bucks we thought that, that we've seen in the past at all, bro. Are we prepared to we shall see? Are, are we we we, we, sh- we shall see we on shall the next see. episode? <laughs> are we prepared to say that Dude. that uh the playing games, I mean, even before we play them, that, that it was an unqualified success, that it was like this was a good experiment. I, I really do feel like I've spent so much attention on the seven through ten seeds, which normally I could not possibly give less of a fuck. Like who's the eight versus mm-hmm. the nine seed? The eight seed is going to go get whomped by the one seed anyway. But now I've been thinking about how fun this week's games are going to be for the last couple of weeks. I mean, I would yeah. say it salvaged what was a really bad, you know, like what, four or five weeks of basketball. And the last two weeks, because of the playing in games, we cared. Like even today we're watching, you know, like the, 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 the Warriors play the Grizzlies. Like, I mean, we, that would have mattered regardless, you know what I mean? Being that. That would have been a crazy fucking game if it was like winner go home. Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? But we cared. I mean, down to the last day, we're caring about basketball because of positioning. So. For sure. For sure. I, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to these plans. And I was like a grumpy old man at first at the premise of it, but I'm locked in. I, w- I was too. I was just like, you had a shortened off season and you're adding this shit out of the playoffs. Like this is corny, you know, whatever, but. Hats we off, talked a man. lot of shit about the plans. We talked the we did. We talked the hell of shit during the pandy. Why would you do it? <laughs> now we like fucking right playing games. Nigga. We are fucking hypocrites, nigga. <laughs> 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 Fuck it though, I'm tapped in. I'm not gonna say it's hypocritical because we were right about adding to the workload in a but year we where we spent the wrong. whole year talking about how. But we were, but. But I'm always in favor of what has me excited about a Wednesday night. So, you know what I mean? Like, that would have been true at the time. I just didn't know I'd be excited about Wednesday night. That's all. We just have more information, I guess. You know what I mean? We have more information. Now we're making a better decision. Yay yeah, for the play-in. It was like like uh, like your boy, uh, Ari uh, Aver. There was a material change. <laughs> <laughs> we have new information, and now we're Whoa, reporting. Hey. We was wrong. Once you try to compare <laughs> us to that nigga, flat the fuck out. <laughs> fuck us. We fucked up, dog. <laughs> this man said material change. That dude is like fucking 18. How the, what the fuck you know about a material change? That's <laughs> <laughs> out here. There was a material change. So ass up. <laughs> Golly. Um, all right. I think that, I mean, that's our breakdown on it. Did you guys have any other things you're excited about? I, we're going to get to talk about all of the first round, the first round playing games next time we record, which I'm excited. The timing actually worked out for our show, which is great. <laughs> Right, right. For sure. Too bad for uh, the producers are going to be up late for the next two and a half months. <laughs> Sorry, East Coast. 
You know what I mean? How, you know, I, okay, I want to ask this actually because Tyler's on the East Coast, and we know Tyler doesn't sleep because he's a yeah. he's, he's a, a fucking vampire. he's the Batman. He's nice. the Batman. Right. Um, but this like whenever my wife and I, whenever we travel to the East Coast, like especially during basketball playoffs, because it's every night you want to watch it. How the fuck do y'all live like that, bro? Twelve forty like a.m. when a, a game ends. Like the Lakers game starts at ten p.m. on the bro. East Coast, bro. <laughs> Our basketball games start at 4.30. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. 9 o'clock, and I got a whole couple hours to chill once the games are over. You know Wind what I mean? down like, a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, chill, yeah. read a book. I mean, I don't know how everyone else deals with it, but I'm, uh, I, you know, I don't go to sleep till like, 3 or 4 any fucking way, so. You just live on a West Coast schedule just on the East Coast. Like. Exactly. <laughs> He fired up the PS4 afterwards, like nigga. Who let's see who's online? <laughs> like, I'll be who wants fighting, to get a run in? I'll be fucking fighting sleep. You know what I mean? It like, is though for the three of us, where like we're doing this show and like we're friends or whatever from across the country. It's helpful because Tyler's basically just on our schedule. John goes to right. bed pretty early. I go to bed pretty early, and Tyler's up late on the East Coast. So we all go to bed about eleven to midnight on the West Coast. It's just three in the morning for one of us. Right. <laughs> It's so weird when somebody calls you like from the East Coast on FaceTime and like it's, it's fuck, a, it looks like 11 o'clock out there <laughs> and it's like still bright here. I'm like, nigga, we might as well be in different countries. Like your existence is totally different. bro. You know what I mean? When it's like 930 out there and 630 here, you know, it's like, what the fuck? You know, like the country's too big, bro. Like if you've ever big. driven across America, you had big. at least four moments where you were like, this is one country dog. It's really wow. not, though, because the Pacific Northwest <laughs> is, is one area. The Midwest is a different area. The West Coast, East, you know, New England, the South. It's like five or six different countries, honestly. Have, have you have you guys ever yeah. have you guys ever watched sports in Hawaii? Like if you have you been John, have you been to Hawaii? I know Tyler. I've never has. been to Hawaii. No, I've never been. Yeah, this- I've been in Hawaii, but I was out there in August, so wasn't shit on. Oh, okay. watching baseball. <laughs> we know that. Where he was, he was dialed in on those. Yeah, yeah baseball games. does not fucking. Right. He wasn't watching the Brew Crew. You know what I mean? Basketball playoffs in Hawaii is cool, bro. Like, is if you're because you're usually if you're in Hawaii, obviously you're there on vacation, so you're like, we'll go stop somewhere, watch the basketball game. It'll end at seven p.m. We'll go out for dinner. You know, <laughs> we'll right. go out after the game or whatever. I, it's tough if you live out there because the football games start at like six o'clock in the morning and shit. But you like a you like a like a a overseas football like yeah. fan. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you wake it up at six a.m. <laughs> to watch American football, you know what I mean? Not the Premier League. Yeah, you set you're setting your alarm clock to watch fucking Cowboys Giants games and shit. Right. That's a tough look. That's a tough look that's for sure, hard, bro. Uh, all right. Well, that's our show. Uh, actually, that's our segment talking about basketball. Stick around for a second. We'll be talking to Langston Kerman right after the break. You know those hot takes you post on social media? Well, now you can win up to $5,000 when you put those takes to the test on FanDuel. It's a new game called Over Under, and it's absolutely free to play on FanDuel. Here's how it works. FanDuel will set lines on things like total points or three-pointers made during every NBA on TNT broadcast. All you have to do is pick over or under for every prop. Your picks could win you a share of $5,000 during every contest. FanDuel is the exclusive home for over-under, and it's available in all 50 states so you can play from anywhere. All you have to do is go to fanduel.com slash over-under 
and sign up now if you haven't done so already. Just create a new FanDuel account. If you don't already have one, it takes less than two minutes to sign up. Then put your takes to the test during every NBA on TNT broadcast at fanduel.com slash over under. They could be worth up to $5,000. Age and local restrictions apply. See fanduel.com for terms and conditions. So you're a sports fan. That's why you're listening. But if you're considering getting in on the fun of sports gambling, I want to let you know about a great resource, the Action Network. The Action Network is where fans go when they're ready to bet smarter and turn a profit betting on sports. In fact, their free Action Network app was recently named the best app in sports betting. With the Action app, you can see the latest picks and articles from Action Network gambling experts, as well as personalities like Colin Coward. You can compare odds from different sports books and track every bet you make so you always know how your picks are doing. So if the game means more to you, download the free Action Network app and start betting smarter. All right, we now welcome on our special guest for the episode. He's a comedian. He's an actor. He's a podcast host. He's doing all the different jobs you have to do to make money and be alive in 2021. <laughs> Langston Kerman, uh, his podcast, My Mama Told Me, is on yeah. uh, Will Ferrell's uh, Big Money Players Network. It's a hilarious podcast. We'll talk about that later. Langston, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks for having me. You made me sound like a real slut <laughs> bringing me on, but yeah, I, you know. I love it. Thank you for being for bringing me here. This is great. Speaking about slut, I have a question for you. Oh, we been- yeah, All right. slut questions. There we go. We've been doing our research, and you're funny. You're smart. You're talented. Uh, handsome. Have you go on? Have you, have you ever wondered if this is fucking fair? Have you ever asked that question? Oh man, if I ask that question, I gotta kill myself. I gotta. I- I can't even this out. I'm just gonna keep the party going until somebody stops me. No, he's, he's, he's taller than you are. too, John. <laughs> well, that's just, I mean, bro, us normal dudes. That can't be true. I know. I'm I'm very average. There's a reason I ain't hooping and I'm podcasting. It it truly could I not be you're that both I'm five that much I'm five eleven. Yes. Okay. All right. For sure. I'm five eleven. Yeah. <laughs> 5'11 when there's girls around, 5'10 probably when the doctor does the thing. You know what I mean? I'll be like, I'm six foot shoes. You know what I mean? That's all you got to worry about. You feel me? Put me in some tall dumps. You know what it is. You know what Put it some is. Tim's on. I'm 6'1 out here. I'm feeling real good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you, I, I, I love your comment about making you sound like a slut, but it, it is like you've got the, you've got the, the comedian career right now man you have to do like 90 different fucking things right and you've got you've been you're 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 an actor right yeah. now you've got great stand-up stuff out there you've got a great comedy album out there you're hosting a, a really funny podcast what what's the what's the goal for you do you like doing all that different kind of stuff are you hoping to sign an nbc sitcom called kerman that you know you just cash in off that or like what like what's the end goal <laughs> for you of, of doing all these different things yeah, man, I, I think, you know, I the truth was I just wanted to do stand up. I think that's how we all start in this thing. It's just wanting to tell our little jokes. And then uh, a bunch of people remind you that nobody's going to pay you for stand up or at least not very well. And so you start learning to do other shit. And so writing and, and acting and all those other things became a byproduct of just uh, not making my wife leave. Me. You know what I mean? Like. I really like her and I'd like her to stay. That's that's my main goal in Absolutely. all of this. So whatever 
If that means a sitcom or whatever, I'll take it. As long as that lady doesn't for go sure, for sure. So yeah, so um, when you first popped on my radar was was when you played Jared on Insecure. I think that was yeah, yeah, that was the yeah. first season. I was like, wow, Jared is like the only good person on this show. Everyone else is trash, <laughs> <laughs> right? And, and and you know, I'm not shitting on Issa because I think that was her point. She wanted to show a bunch of flawed characters here, but you were like the one guy yeah. on there. So 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 was that like um your first big break, or, or is there some shit that you've been doing under the scenes that we might not have picked up on, or? Yeah, I mean that was my first my first real acting role on TV. I had a <laughs> I had a role on an Oxygen show that I did uh, <laughs> for like an episode that I'm real embarrassed to talk about. Um, but before that, that was sort of my first big thing. And then uh, I guess the first writing job I ever had was before that. I wrote for I, in a very uh, roundabout way. I ended up writing for Chris Rock for the Oscars the year that he did it in like 2016, I believe it was 2015. It's I, hard for I me forgot. To I forgot. Now, by the way, to throw that yeah, delicious I, shit you done because that was the last square on comedian bingo. Was like you did like you wrote for the award show, right? Like that's like. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote for the goat and boy, did he not like my jokes. You know what I mean? It, it did not go the way that you think it did. <laughs> if you want to talk about bombing, God damn. It's on the CV though. It's on the CV. That's all that matters. <laughs> hey, they, they wrote my name down the same as everybody else. But if he could have crossed me off, motherfucker would. He would have, he would have counted me out immediately. I, okay. I have to ask you just like, man, to man, how do you, I mean, that's got to feel like getting slapped in the face three times since your balls stomped on or some shit. You're like, I'm, I'm writing jokes for rock for yeah. the fucking Oscars. And then he does it. He's not feeling it. How do you bounce back from that? Just emotionally. You know what I mean? I mean, it was my first thing. So I don't even know that there was a, a bouncing back as much as it was just like an, an honest reflection and being like, all right. That wasn't it. But, you know, I still like the job. I still think some of the stuff I was saying was funny. But, like, you know, you still got, you got to remember Rock is still it, it was a 50 year old man that I was trying to impress okay. who's been doing a thing for a long time. And like I'm coming in with my weird little like <laughs> dork millennial jokes. And he's like, I don't get it. Shut up. You're the stupid one in the room. Oh, you know right, I mean? right. And, 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 you know, you know I, I do remember that he got a bit of backlash, you know, from his from his, um you, you know, shit that he did there when they were like, oh, we've kind of progressed past the comedy that Chris Rock was doing. So you, you should have listened to Langston. ahead of your yeah. time here, bro. He, he should have listened to Langston. Right, right, right. <laughs> fellas, fellas, let's not start any weird beefs with me and the man that employed me first. <laughs> let's just... Let's just all agree he did the right thing and not listening to me, and we've moved on. <laughs> so part of that Zach Fox conversation, you were talking about Brian dropping his nuts on Jesus on your mm. podcast, Mama Toby. How did y'all get there? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, Zach Fox is amazing. We, we, we love Zach. He's been on the pod, and, uh, by the way. Just a, so yeah, for sure. We're, oh, yeah, we're yeah, on the same wavelength. That. That's the homie, man. Yeah, say that. Yes. Okay, so you know he's <laughs> in that Zach case. Podcast, he's, for sure. uh, He's a he's a very funny dude, but we were just talking about so the podcast talks about like conspiracy theories specifically in the black community. And Zach wanted to talk about Yakub, who if you're at all <laughs> familiar with the 
with what Yakub is, is a dude who basically is, is uh, there are arguments that say that he created white people on a private island uh, centuries and centuries ago. That said, we were just talking about how the fact that religion in general is just like talking about who the dopest motherfucker was of a time and then creating fiction around him, much in the way that LeBron James could be Jesus if enough time goes by. Like, who's greater? Like, truly the greatest man to ever exist in an era. And a thousand years from now, we might be saying LeBron James is just a, a godlike figure. So we then we imagined what would happen if uh, LeBron was back in old Jesus times, just dunking on him. I don't know. It got weird. That's great. <laughs> it went exactly where it was supposed to go. You know what I mean? Was that yeah. Possible, you know I, mean? I think that's the, the fun of, of all of this stuff, man, is like, the world is already filled with enough nonsense. We we don't need to try to make sense of it. Let's make it worse. Let's just let's add a little but, a little more mess to but, it. But but that's so true because it does feel like the window for new religions closed like a thousand years ago, right? Like like you know, like right, like, yeah. like Scientology was like, nobody's believing this religion you invented in nineteen eighty-three. And and basically it's the only difference right. between that and you know other ideologies is kind of when they were conceived. So I feel you on that. It's it's timing and it's it's uh it's position, yeah. right? Like the Scientology dude found a, a sweet window where a bunch of people were gonna read his goofy ass book and like, you know, I wanna write a book. I wanna create a weird cult where people believe my shit. So but it, let's see it, what it is like the moment irony like eats itself from the tail up is when an evangelical Christian like makes fun of Mormonism or Scientology, right? Like as a like these people are <laughs> right. crazy it's like why in the dial back a couple thousand years bro are you out of your fucking mind <laughs> yeah you you've let us read too much of your literature to be like critiquing anyone else's so let's let's just all agree we're all we're writing some silly stuff oh, down man. all right so so you're a basketball fan yeah who's your team this is a very important question all right, so uh, first of all, let me be clear. I'm a turncoat. Uh, I always oh, have yeah. been. I, I, I'm an unloyal motherfucker. But I will say, <laughs> I will say that uh, growing up, obviously, I'm from Chicago, so Chicago was my my team. I still want Chicago to be my team. Chicago won't let me be the, let me be a fan of theirs. Uh, and so Golden State ended up being my team for a while, which I know oh, it's disgusting. I'm not disgusting. proud of myself either, fellas. I thought you were about to say Bron, bro. Wait, um, Come on. Follow Bron everywhere, but uh, not, no. not Golden State. Come on. Clay Thompson is the greatest human being to ever walk Can't this argue. earth. That motherfucker makes me laugh harder than anybody in the world. <laughs> and he doesn't yeah, even try to do it. He's just hilarious. <laughs> I root for Clay Thompson anywhere, and then you know you got Steph and all the other light eye boys on that team. I just love them. I can't get enough of them. <laughs> team light skin, I see. Yeah. <laughs> team light skin. <laughs> Are you still a Warriors fan? I do. I still root okay. for them, man. Like they, I, I think you know everybody, especially this year, was talking a lot of shit about how like Steph couldn't Including do it. Me. He wasn't gonna. Sh yeah, and he really showed up yeah. this year. He really came. Yeah, he told me to shut the fuck up like yeah, he bought the 86 fuck times. <laughs> and I did. I definitely did. I, I listened. You feel me? Are you done? Are oh, you done, done like with bro, the Steph slander? I, I don't want any part of Steph 
in on the opposite side ever. <laughs> that man is a yeah, bro. He's been insane this year. You can't take shit away from the dude. Flat out. It's unbe- he's unbeatable yeah, right yeah. now. And like they're not gonna win a championship. We all know that. But like the fact that they're even like in playoff conversation is way further than anybody expected for the them. The Warriors lose if they lose. Steph didn't. Steph won this year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Steph, I, I'm a I'm a lifelong Laker yeah. fan. <clears throat> John and Tyler both are no, no, no. I mean, I, I don't give a fuck about all the, you know, the, I, the, no right, right. It's like basketball is <laughs> fun to me, bro. It's all good. But John and Tyler are the of the exact same opinion as you of the like. Tyler grew up a Knicks fan, and at some point is like, why would I have an allegiance to this billion dollar corporation that seems designed exclusively to ruin my life? Right, like, <laughs> like why would I do that? So they've yeah. both been now since Nick- Bron came into the league, like the two of the most dedicated Bron stands, like from play from Cleveland to Miami to Cleveland to LA. You know oh. what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And y'all never, y'all never turned. You were never like, oh, this move is the one where I jump off board. You're like, nah, Brian, all the way I through. Mean, I mean, I said I wasn't going to follow him to the Lakers, but then, you know, like, you could. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? So. You saw him in I those shorts him. dabbing up Brandon <laughs> Ingram, and you were like, all right, I get the it. The shorts are kind of cute. What's happening. The colors are kind of cute. I guess I'll, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess, yeah, so. No, no turning on Brown, bro. Team LeBron for sure. Yeah, but I can't wait. To... Go ahead. I, go I was gonna go say, go. me being a Knicks fan, him going to Miami, I was like, ha, ah, because you know I grew up hating those motherfuckers. Right. But you know, after after, yeah. after the Knicks killed me enough inside, I didn't care anymore. You know, like I love seeing Brown get his rings. I hated seeing those banners go up, go up in Miami's arena though. But so, what are you doing then this year? Because now you're you've got a little bit of a, a pickle you've put yourself in with the Knicks actually showing yeah, the fuck yeah, up I'm, for the I'm, first I'm, time. I'm not coming you. back. I tell you that much. You they will not. I have been fooled <laughs> okay. before, right? Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm I'm happy for the success that they're having. You know, I'm happy for the success the fan base oh. is having. Fuck Nolan, but you know, happy for the fan base and all you those guys. Full ex-wife. You went full ex-wife with that statement. Like, I'm real happy. Yeah. Got yeah. You moved you know on. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I honestly I respect this shit out of that. You were like, nah, they're dead to me. I don't care right. that they're excelling. Exactly. I'm moving exactly. on. He's been there, bro. There's so many hero stories on that on that team, though. You got Derrick Rose uh finally getting a version of redemption. You got fucking Julius right. Randle playing like a, a player that we do not recognize. <laughs> like there it's it's a beautiful uh uh change. Yeah. For yeah, Randall, he's been solid. He's been I don't think we saw him being an all star though. You know what I mean? Like no, man, like he was. He was. He's had some solid like, years, but all star level, bro, that's bro. He's gonna win most improved. He's gonna be an all NBA, or he's probably gonna get an MVP mm-hmm. vote or two. Like he was ridiculous this season. Definitely, yeah, yeah. And the the fact that that truly, even when the Lakers broke up that young team, he was like the piece that everybody was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can right, get rid of right, him. Right. Hey, that's fine. Like he was the the one that that nobody was trying to save, and now he's the best of that little like yeah. crew that got. Basketball uh, narratives are so stupid. Like I remember when they broke the little nucleus up, and people like he he had like he'd have twenty four rebounds in a game, and people would be the same way people do with Russ. People would just be like, "Oh, twenty four rebounds!" Like you know, they're just like if people refute for whatever reason. I don't know if this is yeah. his shape or his demeanor or whatever, but like, people just like people like refuse shape. to be. People, people refuse to be. <laughs> they yeah. don't like his little he's, he's figure. Too old. Yeah, but I do. But it's, it's something because <laughs> he's got those childbearing <laughs> hips, right. and we don't care he's for that. Too hippie. <laughs> he's 
too thick. <laughs> too curvaceous. <laughs> Look at that fat ass. We we can't support a man with with a booty that wide. Come on now. <laughs> he said shape. Well, you know, it's like this, that is great. There's, there's some athletes that basketball fans refuse to be impressed by. We like we talked about that with Russ a couple of weeks ago. Russ yeah. was doing something that like every basketball player for 40 years said was impossible, and everyone's still like, "No, he got a lot of those rebounds after free throws." You know, it's just like. <laughs> Obviously yeah. got 15 assists. The fuck type of sense does that make? But they find ways to make it make sense. It's crazy. That's the that's the part. Russ Russ for whatever like there's that weird argument where people are like, yeah, it's only technically a triple double because he got like 12 points and not 20. And it's like, I don't know, man. 17 assists is pretty fucking <laughs> yeah. hard. Like I don't care what version of story you're trying to tell. At least one of those stats is pretty cool. He's- and you should be celebrating. He's 6'3", getting double-digit right. fucking rebounds with Giannis on the fucking court. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. so weird. Um, yeah. Langston, I think you so and John weird. have uh, something in common to talk about. Did I see on your Instagram that uh, your your wife, you and your wife are having a kid? We are, yeah. We're, we're five months in. Is it it's your first kid? First baby. This is it. This is this is the one. Either I'm sticking around or I'm out. We'll find out. In uh... <laughs> <laughs> my my lady's like three and a half. Oh. Years, bro, and I'm how 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 does it feel to you? Uh, I would say it's, it's surreal. I've, I've been in a very shitty way. I've been working in New York for the past two months. So I haven't even really been like present. I've had to, you know, sort of be doing this support system over the phone thing. And that's, that makes it even more surreal because when I left LA, she wasn't showing at all. And now I'm getting pictures where like, it's a full belly and it's like, oh, I don't even know this person yet. Like, th- this is a wild transition. So it's all surreal and scary, but also, like, real fucking exciting. I think – so your lady's not showing at all. You, you don't see anything yet. No, no she's she she's showing now. She's, like I said, three three and a half months. Yeah, she's, she's showing now. Um, she just started the, first, the second trimester. So uh, she's showing now. We're long distance as well. She's actually going to be moving here. But, I mean, for me, it was just – I was surprised how how excited yeah. I was. You know what I mean? Like the excitement, you know, you know, is, is much more than the nervousness. But also, bro, like I didn't think my shit. Was, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> keep it in the stack, dog. I mean, I'm, you know, what I mean, like last time I got somebody pregnant, I was 19. <laughs> it's been 19 years, dog. You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, like I'm not my, gonna my lie. Shit, Pulling prey has been more effective than condoms, dog. Like, I'm like, bro. <laughs> hey, I like, hear you. I was right there with you. I was going to see specialists <laughs> and shit and having them measure my cum. It's a horrible feeling to have a doctor be like, I'm not loving what I'm seeing. <laughs> okay, hold, okay, hold on. I, just, I, 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 have a, I have a, I have a story about that. And this shit is not usually funny, like, at all. For, for till, yeah. like, doctors measuring your cum. But I do have a story about that. I don't think I've told on the podcast. It took Shar and I, I've, I've mentioned this. It took us a couple of years to have our first kid. And mm-hmm. at one point I had to do that. I had to go to the doctor and get the cup so they could count all the stuff in there and everything else. So <laughs> the place my doctor sent me to was in a hospital. It was in a big hospital in Long Beach where we live. And so I go in, they offer you the options. I'm like, I've got my phone. That's good enough, bro. I don't want to touch the magazine that the other guys have looked at or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I take no care way. of it. I get my cup. 
I walk out, you walk out into a waiting room and it's the most awkward shit ever because everyone in the waiting room is there for the same reason, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they know what you're holding when and acting like you're you not, you know? Yeah. But the, the nurse tells me, okay, this is the place we collect the specimen. You need to take it to a different place. Oh. It's in the hospital where they do the analysis. And I go, okay, I'm not really looking to maintain my relationship with this cup, <laughs> but okay. So she gives me directions. It's a big ass hospital. She gives me directions. This is where we're going. Okay. And then you turn here, you go up the stairs, the elevator, whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay. I'm trying to get the fuck out of there. Cause I can physically feel everyone looking at me as she's talking to me. Right. So I leave the office. I'm trying to follow the directions. I'm walking to the place where I'm supposed to drop the cup off. At some point I take a wrong turn and I speedily push through a door into the children's wing of the hospital. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'm standing there <laughs> holding this thing, looking around, and everyone just sort of slowly turns to look at me, and I feel like they have x-ray vision. <laughs> yeah. You can see right through the They know exactly what you're holding, right? So I did just turned around. It? Did you cheers them real quick? <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Been cheers, kids. <laughs> Anyway, this used these... to be you, you little shit. Yeah. <laughs> My dad actually says says shit like that. Like I'll be coming down the stairs and I would live with him, and he'd be like, "You really came from like, that's crazy, ain't it?" Like he'll 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 just say wild shit. Like, damn, you really came from my nuts. Like, nigga, shut the fuck up, bro. I'm not, I'm 24. I'm not trying to Look think at you, about using this legs. Shit, you didn't have legs when I met you. <laughs> you had a tail. Look at you. Big ass head, little tail. Now you got arms and shit. Right. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy, dog. Insane. Uh. All right, so well, I was gonna say it's, go ahead. I want to ask about the how do you feel about the J. Cole situation? Uh, is it awesome or is it like a, a weird thing? I this is him going to play that. basketball in Rwanda. Rwanda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. embarrassing. Literally I'll be Rwanda. honest with you. <laughs> I look, man, you're a great rapper. I know everybody says you're boring, but I enjoy your music. Please give up on these basketball dreams of, of being a 37-year-old hooper. That's weird, man. We all got to kind of let go. There are rec leagues in L.A. They'll they'll take fucking video at L.A. Fitness for you. Like, I've seen the videotapes where you, people are hooping at L.A. Fitness, and it's as good as joining any basketball team that you can join. Just settle into your life. you got kids, man. What are you doing? Cut that out. It's disrespectful to Rwandan, like, professional yes. to me. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's good for him. Like, I would never have watched a game because I don't have access mm-hmm. to that shit. You know what I mean? But, like, bro, like, <laughs> I'm going to go to Rwanda. <laughs> These niggas, this is their gig. And your regular ass, you know what I mean? They worked their there, whole lives. You know, getting t- Right, getting tip-ins, and this is the only highlight from the whole last These fucking, people you know, game, survived bro. a genocide. They, they survived... A horrible genocide that Don Cheadle had to document in a film. And you're telling me that you're just going to show up and dunk on one of them? You're a piece of shit. On some chill shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's rude. That is extremely rude. Shame on you, Jermaine. (laughs) He did have in his debut today 
in 17 minutes, indeed. he had three points, three rebounds, and two assists, uh, which Kendrick Perkins just quote tweeted and said, those are big perk numbers. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't usually like Kendrick Perkins, but I, that's a good one. That's a solid. Good for you, Kendrick. You deserve that one. Um, all right. So, Langston, your podcast, uh, My Mama Told Me, is a premise that I think all three of us are very jealous of. But you you have uh, black yes. comedians or writers and celebrities on to talk about, as you mentioned earlier, conspiracy theories that have been handed down through the generations. Yeah. What? A, first of all, what a great fucking idea from the po- for, for a podcast. Like, Thanks, I man. I wish I had that fucking idea, bro. <laughs> I listen. I love conspiracy theory and and being black is fun. And I figured if I combine the two, we we've got a little bit of gold. So yeah, there we go. What's the craziest thing you've heard on the podcast so far? Like, what's the what's the one that really surprised you? Oh man, you know what it is is that uh, is that as much as as much fun as conspiracy theory can be, they also are hugely problematic at times. And uh, we we have an episode coming up uh, with Marie Faustin, who's a very funny comedian out of New York, uh, where she talks about uh, the the food at Chinese food restaurants being uh, not not the food that they promised. I don't want to say exactly what the premise of it is, but basically some real fucked up shit and uh, awful racist stuff that a lot of black people I've heard believe and say over years and years. And so it's a weird game of both acknowledging these ugly stereotypes and conspiracy theories while also being an adult and being like, hey, we can't say that. People exist and uh, are going to be hurt by our mean words if we just laugh uh unfairly at this shit you know what's one conspiracy theory that really i think that this conspiracy theory took off so much that a company shifted its entire focus yeah and it is that that the mountain dew yellow dye made you stare. Mm. i feel like every black kid heard that growing up yeah and, and yeah, yellow yeah. number five and, and, and baby you, and if, yeah. shrink your nuts yeah. right yeah. up and if you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and if you look at it like that shit hit so hard mountain dew switched their whole fucking demo they were targeting now they target like the tubular white dude gamer that's bros right. bro like they shifted completely away from black yeah. people because of that shit bro <laughs> that's true they they truly don't yeah. even talk to black people anymore they no all, all those extreme mountain berry blast flavor like they do not fuck with black they, people because they of made that. an attempt to come back to black people when they uh when they started adding those new flavors and they thought that we would like stop thinking about yellow number five if they make it purple mm. you know what i mean there's like mountain dew uh purple yeah. mist and it's like nah motherfucker you probably still got some yellow in there <laughs> Just because you call yeah, it purple. Still trying to take my nuts. Yeah, you had yeah. to combine some colors to make purple. I know. I went to school. That's There's some yellow in that. <laughs> you don't think do the do is targeted at young black people, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Fuck it not. <laughs> Just a nigga with a do rag on. Do the do. <laughs> do the do. <laughs> He's just on a little bike. They, yeah, they, 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 they right. could have a U-turn with Snoop, you know, and uh, 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 make it do the do what it do or some stupid shit. <laughs> that and that's the shit that scares. If we're gonna get conspiratorial, that's the shit that scares me. Is that they do play games like that where it's like, all right, 
black people want it again. Let's figure out a way to, you know, and it's like, okay, you add Snoop Dogg to the thing and you make him say a catchphrase and he ain't going to drink this shit. But now a bunch of people get sick and have little nuts because <laughs> Snoop Dogg tricked them. And it's that easy. And it's that easy. Just get Snoop on it. You know who's, what I mean? <laughs> who's more ubiquitous with like cool black shit right. than Snoop across generations? Right. Everybody loves Snoop and they know it. Snoop right. is one of the like three people in America where there's I can't really think of a headline that would slow the train down. You know what I mean? It's like no. he would have to he would have to have like an actual farm with children slaves on it or something like it. Would, he bro, full on. The, 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 he full on. The man showed up to an to an, an award show with prostitutes on leash, <laughs> and they was like, "That's our Snoopy, <laughs> right?" There's nothing that man Snoop. can do. Right? That's adorable. Yeah, that's adorable. Look at Snoopy. Oh, with his hose on a he leash. He full on. Uh, he full on called Gail King a goddamn bitch on national TV. A dog mouth bitch. <laughs> I remember. I, I, I remember. Dog mouth bitch. Dog mouth. Oh my. He called God. Oprah's best friend a dog mouth. And we were bitch like, and, man, and Snoop, hey, that's Snoop. You having a bad day? Snoop, Call us problem. tomorrow. We worried about you. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I've never heard somebody say dog mouth outside of the black community. Like, mm, you have to be with yeah. family to say dog <laughs> mouth. You know what I mean? And he got on Twitter, on Instagram, and said that shit and got away with it. That's crazy. In a, fuck, in a Nubian rap. He, he he did it all with his hair wrapped up. A wild man. <laughs> right. He went full nigga. Full nigga and got away with it, bro. Patted his head. Insane. <laughs> right. You old dog mouth bitch. Right, and we just forget. Yeah, we just let it go. Oh shit! Uh, All right, Uh, Langston, thank you so much for joining us again. For uh, for anyone who wants to check the podcast out, my mama told me on uh, iHeartRadio as part of uh, Will Ferrell's imprint. I love that podcasts have like labels and imprints and shit. That's cool. Hell yeah, man! I don't know. (laughs) Will Ferrell's the daddy, I guess. He's the shit guy of that label. Right. <laughs> All right, Langston. Thanks, man. We appreciate you. Thanks, y'all. I appreciate so, it. Appreciate you, bro. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, We had some painting done. We're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop, Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. 
This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our thanks again to Langston for joining us. Uh, the, uh, he, he That was like one of those dudes. He We might just, you know, if one of us is sick, he could, we might invite him to like sit in. <laughs> like Hey, that dude bro. was just naturally part of the podcast. He was, he was, I, I had a blast talking to the man. You know what I mean? I was like, you know, I was surprised at how funny he was, even though he's a comedian. Like, he was legit hilarious. Before we get out of here, uh, Brittany, our producer, Brittany, just sent us a text that LeBron in the postgame presser just said that uh, he thinks Steph should be the MVP. Wow. Ah. Wait, you know what ah. that is? You know what that is? Tampering. Tampering. Big tampering vibes. I got that. I mean, Jokic is the fucking MVP, but do that, Bron. Let's get this man with a Lakers jersey. (laughs) He said, everyone counted Steph out this season, questioned whether he could lead a team. Quote, he's done that and more. He should be the MVP. Yeah, and and you know it's 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 a nice way to soften him up before that playing game. There. You know, you know, don't you're right, right? Don't don't fucking light a fire in this man to go out here and try to prove you wrong. Butter him up. Hey, great fucking job this season, buddy. Right before the tip off, you know. And should Good you job, ever bro. want to? <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking yeah. about how nice hey, the West know. Coast is. Right. We're right down the street, Bubba. Steph ain't never leaving Golden nah, State. Yeah. No, he I said, and, no, he should, it, and he should. Well, Steph ain't never. But I mean, we like, have, uh, we, we, have, we have friends who are hardcore Warriors fans, like had season tickets before it made before it was like before it made any sense to have season tickets. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And, that was most Warriors fans, though. Yeah, but you know what I mean? nothing turns them. That puts their dial all the way in the red on fucking go. When you bring up Steph. <laughs> becoming a laker they take that shit so personally bro i mean they should because like the lakers make shit happen you feel me but also like 
Doug, that team, I mean, they, they, that was like, that, that team had never seen anything like any level of success, success for real. You know what I mean? Prior to that man, you know what I mean? I, I, I get it. You know what I mean? I get it too, but it's, it's still, it's still fun though. It is still fun. <laughs> Just a little. Bron's right. And he's also wrong. You know what I mean? We doubted him. <laughs> we shouldn't have doubted him. That motherfucker's a demon, but he's not the MVP. All right, that's our show. We're excited for these playoff games. So fucking excited for these playoff games. Fucking pub. Let's go. Basketball that matters every day. Stress, stress, stress. Yay. Yay. For two months of being miserable. Now I'm going to just be excited for two days. I'll wake up Wednesday and be fucking miserable. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in for another Jenkins and Jones. Be sure you're subscribed. Tell your friends to subscribe. Give us five stars. I don't know. Tweet about us. Get, get, get our engagement numbers up, guys. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, just wear your time. fucking mask. Fuck all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> just wear a mask. <laughs> all right, y'all. We'll see you on Thursday. Bye. 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 It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.